Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Len. And we want to welcome back on this Fright Night Friday, Jonathan Howell from Minute Impossible and Cast of the Furious. Hey, everybody. This is Minute 100, can you tell, <laughs> of Fright Night Minute. Uh, it begins with Peter's quick moves and ends with a Jerry Basement Barbecue. So, okay, we start off the minute with Peter seeing that Jerry's going for the coffin, and so he quickly darts over and slams it shut, and looks up and sees a very annoyed Jerry standing there. I love this moment. Uh-huh. There's one, uh, it's one of the moments that stand out. You uh, Earlier you were talking about um, the whistling, uh, or the strangers in the night, right? It, it, when you think of this movie, uh, it was you that actually said that, thinking about... Uh, Lens pointing on the audio podcast. Yeah, oh, shut Damn it, I, I'm going to edit that out. But when you think about the staircase and the stained glass, all of that, yeah. um, I think about this moment, too. Mm-hmm. The laugh, yeah. the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does, that, he does that on the top of the staircase, too, the, the cackling. Is that what you're implying? No, just... Oh, wait, that, it's, that's Jonathan's job. Yeah, He's why the implier. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think about this often, him beating him to the coffin. I just think it's a really great great little scene, and it doesn't turn out the way Peter thinks, thinks it's going to. He, re- he immediately realizes, oh crap, I'm in, the, I'm in the darkest part of the basement. I'm in right. the secret uh, I'm in the secret room here where there's no windows, allegedly. Yeah. There's no windows except the biggest window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is this basement? I don't Why know. is it's... there a full-size six-foot window <laughs> right behind the master vampire's coffin? Stupid <laughs> Billy, real Billy, and his he's the worst. He's the worst caretaker. Uh-huh. Yeah, why just pull a put a blanket over it, you know? You're it's supposed to paint. That was him slacking on the job. And we've seen the backyard of both houses. Yeah. And it's not on a hill. It's not built into a hill. That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Well you can't what you can't see in the uh, there's an outtake uh on the uh the DVD is when Chris Sarandon jumps over the coffin, his penis uh, uh, hits the coffin, and they had to do the scene over again because he's so well endowed. <laughs> These are some amazing facts that you're bringing through our podcast, Jonathan. I appreciate well, it. you know, it's from the DVD. You gotta go, gotta go yeah, read the DVD. It's on there. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine, and it makes a noise like it's scratching across a, a chalkboard, which is weird because that's not what flesh should sound like. Oh, we can add that wood. to our quint theory. <laughs> Another, 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 uh, another part of that. Um, yeah, I just imagine Charlie just running past him, just being like, "Excuse me, <laughs> like, uh, don't mind me. I'm just uh, running past you." Jerry's so. I mean, why he didn't clothesline him and knock him back into the other room? Yeah, that he could have ended this right there, right here. Yeah, he's he's spry, but his senses are very dull. Uh, so Charlie pulls a curtain down behind Peter, and uh, yeah, yeah, I just made a note here where it's just like. Like Billy really messed up because there are just so many windows. Like you gotta, uh, if if you're gonna put a coffin in a place, it, it should not be with so many windows. Like we joked earlier in the podcast about how uh, in the novelization Jerry like had a coffin in the attic as well, and how ridiculous that would be because 
as a vampire, you want to get further away from the sun, not closer to it. But I'm sure there are less windows in the attic than there are in this basement. <laughs> do people in is it's in Iowa, right? Yep, that's where it's supposed yep. to be. Rancho Corvallis. Do people, in, do people in Iowa have basements? Hmm. I don't know. That's my question. For instance, in Texas, you don't have basements, really, because the the ground sucks. So no one has basements. Yeah, California, there isn't a lot of basements either. Mm-hmm. Um, but here in New England, and I would guess, uh, yes, I would guess Iowa definitely. I, I, I can't say definitely, but I would guess they do. Well, maybe there's an okay. Iowan that will uh, let us know. Or Iowian. Iowian. Iowia. Mm-hmm. So then a beam of sunlight blasts Jerry across the room in this, like, green and yellow fire. It's the first time that light has done this to anyone in the movie. So it's just like, oh, what? Well, this is the boss battle. <laughs> this is the super move. This is the fatality right here. <laughs> but you hit him with you hit him with light earlier, and he got uh-huh. burnt. So I expected. I wish there'd been a little bit of green flame on him a little more, like like to kind of get you ready for this green flame thing. Like as right. if anytime you hit him, there's always a little bit of green flame. Is there like you know vampireness gets burned a little? There's a there was some green flame on him when he was the bat. Yeah, there was, but was that supposed to be more magic, or was that, like, what, it's, again, with this movie, it's hard to, you know, (laughs) I don't want to be too nitpicky with, you know, uh, effects. Well, technically, vampires aren't real. Yeah, (laughs) technically, they're made of methane, so they would have a blue flame. Uh, Shut up. Actually. Yeah. This is a vampires I read flame. about in Coven magazine back in 1993 <laughs> specifically states. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, well, the, yeah, the green flame might be something more of a, a supernatural thing. You know, I love it. It's it, a good effect. Yeah, uh, Cinefax magazine says for this they built a version of the set uh, on its side, and okay. we, you know, obviously that effect of him close up flying back is just him on like a dolly or something. But the last part where he falls and hits the wall, that is the set turned on its side, and that's a, you know obviously a stuntman. I love that that's what they decided on. Instead of just having a stuntman, like, jump backwards <laughs> and just cut it, it's not like anybody would have cared. And, and, you know, the breaking of the wall is probably because of the, you know, the rubber mats underneath the mattresses. Oh, definitely. That's why it cuts immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have Peter and Charlie kind of looking on, and, 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 and Charlie's looking surprised, and Peter's looking in awe, and Amy is just screaming. Um, and especially when Jerry calls out to her, Amy! <laughs> One last Amy! gasp. <laughs> but uh, Charlie tackles her. This might have been where in the... Uh, like I mentioned, uh, I think a couple of days ago, the novelization where he put the blanket around her to protect her from the sunlight. But this is the part in the original script where she showed her breast to the sun <laughs> yes. to save her from the sun. <laughs> Seems like they just kept wanting her to be naked. Yeah, that's a weird thing, Robin. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. Ah, uh, the eighties. <laughs> All right, well, I've got so much stuff to read to you guys. I all right. Well, let me hold on, let me get ready. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, I'm a, ready. I mean, this is when we have some pretty crazy special effects. Um, director Tom mm-hmm. Holland uh, says of his visual effects team, led by Richard Edlund, he says, "quote uh, They'd all made all their mistakes with how to do the matte shots and everything on Ghostbusters with their huge budget, so they really knew how to do the special effects as inexpensively and efficiently as it can be done at the time." Uh, so Jerry has two final forms here. First, we see his demonic face melting down to the skull and breathing fire somehow, like you know, like shattering the windows and creating a small tornado. But so, so first, the first form is the partial human torso with a rubber face used for close-ups. 
Um, they had to figure out how to melt the rubber off the skeleton on camera. Uh, Steve Johnson, visual effects guy, says in the uh, You're So Cool uh, Brewster documentary, he says, quote, There was a lot of cocaine, but it led me to come up with liquid nitroglycerin that could be pumped through brass tubing into foam rubber. The way that works is you pump nitric acid in, the animatronic puppet will get soaked with that, and you have other brass tubes that you pump a little sulfuric acid in. The minute the sulfuric acid hits the foam rubber puppet that's been soaked in nitric acid, it becomes liquid nitroglycerin and blackens and chars and literally goes away. He says, after pouring a chemical to neutralize the acid with over the puppet and wrapping the day, Steve felt that his feet felt a little tingly. <laughs> says, quote, I got home, looked at my tennis shoes, and they were literally burned off my feet from the neutralizer. I couldn't walk very well for a few weeks after that. Damn. <laughs> I really don't want my special effects supervisors doing a ton of cocaine. <laughs> I, I really, I really worry about the safety of everyone. Uh, they probably work some long hours. They need that coke. Yeah. We're pro-Coke here on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anti-Xfinity, but pro-Cocaine. <laughs> Interesting. Um, uh, should I say not really? Uh, whatever. Uh, so, Wait a second. Have you ever done Coke? Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking Diet Coke right now. You son of a bitch. You punny son of a bitch, you. <laughs> um, so, anyway, the, the second form. Uh, uh Skull that bursts forth is the, the skeleton that is, is Jerry's kind of like, you know, second and final form here. Uh, so what we have is uh, a bit of a, uh, a like a skeleton. And, it, and the origins of it go back to Ghostbusters, which Richard Edlund and his crew worked on. Uh, this is from Cinefix Magazine. It says, uh, Edlund and his team created a puppet for when the ghost librarian turns into a monster. But it was rejected as being too terrifying for a PG movie. So, for Fright Night, they realized that realized the rejected model resembled the vampire bat that they had created earlier in the movie, so they repurposed it and utilized it. Says, uh, FX man uh, John Bruno says, quote, Our intention of designing the skeleton was to imply that Dandridge was attempting to turn back into a bat, but never makes it. Bat! <laughs> <laughs> bat! And I did say, as we were reviewing this minute earlier, yeah. wow, that looks very Ghostbustery. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Well, it has that like that 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 left right kind of the way like a like an orangutan walks. Yeah, yeah. it has that kind of like a like a herky jerky motion for the anima. Is it an animatronic? Did you say? Yeah, yeah. It's just like a puppet mm-hmm. type of thing, like a stop. Is it or is it stop motion? No, I think it's more of a puppet. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so next time you watch Ghostbusters to see what the librarian turns into, that they deem not as scary as this. <laughs> so, and I remember that that when the librarian ghost turns in the movie, I, that scared the shit out of me as a kid. So. <laughs> um, so, since Columbia Pictures produced both Ghostbusters and Fright Night, they just needed to ask for them to return the molds for the librarian ghost so they could build the vampire bat skeleton. The monster was operated through a fireproof wall in the parking lot of Edlin's uh, studio. And rigged to enable it, rigged to enable it to flail around as it burned. "Quote: We had rotted skin built up all over it, and ten organs inside the chest that pumped until it melted." Says Steve Johnson again. Uh, we also hooked up flame jets inside the eyes and mouth so they could shoot long streams of fire. We mixed magnesium powder into melted wax, then brushed the compound over the bones to add some sparkle. Ah, sparkle. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. And uh, and wouldn't you know it, after production wrapped, 
somebody acquired the charred remains of the torso <laughs> as a collector's item, and it keeps it inside its home. Who do you think that is, Len? I think that might be Tom Holland. Tom Holland, the collector of all the stuff from his movies. <laughs> I just, I love it. It's just like, even the charred bones of the skeleton that got burnt to shit with like all these chemicals, he decided to, uh, he decided to keep for himself. Yeah, man, I don't know. I've never had the opportunity to be, um, to really work on a film. And I think if I did, I'd want memorabilia from it, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I'd sure. be stealing stuff left and right. Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, just so you guys know, let me let me do a little update. That fake bat on fire still looks better than Roddy McDowell's hair. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> well, we stayed consistent throughout the week that we that check in with Roddy's hair, make sure yep. that is the worst thing that looks still <laughs> the worst, still the scariest thing and most unreal thing in this movie so far that I've had this week. So yeah, this this minute kind of ends with the the the, the skeleton kind of bursting into flames and you know just blowing up and this mini tornado set off inside uh looking like leaves on fire or paper oh, yeah somewhere. i can see that i at second 53 i could see the guts they put in it gross yep <laughs> exactly what he's talking about uh it's just carcass yeah oh. <laughs> i love it though i like that i like trying to think about how this bone structure was inside him <laughs> like as he changed i'm like that's interesting that a human man could have that inside of them because i always wonder like when he becomes a bat does he like poof into a bat or does he have the bones basically of this and when he poofs that he <laughs> turns into like his true form uh, i and like he's he's a ghoul inside it's it's we're it's, all ghouls inside <laughs> aren't we all we're all hey 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 listeners of bright night minute mm-hmm. we're all ghouls inside and you should definitely do a lot of cocaine <laughs> uh, get rid of your xfinity mm-hmm. and uh go you know what go watch a, go watch a nicolas cage movie yeah uh, That's what determined this let week. us know how Mandy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let us know how Mandy is. What are your thoughts on Mandy? Uh, I again, this you know earlier in the week we talked about how uh, Randy Cook said don't pause the Blu-ray, but uh, you're right. Like just pausing on that second, seeing the guts and everything. It really, I, I think I see a string towards the top. But besides that. Uh, uh, that's a vampire string. That's fine. <laughs> okay. No, that's a spark. Oh, the, oh, that's a that's spark. A spa- oh, okay. that's sparkle. That's sparkle from all the stuff. They're like, okay, okay, hold on, wait. <laughs> all right, now, now, okay, shut up. I'm gonna put, okay, I'm gonna put magnesium on it. <laughs> what? What? Okay, then what if we light it on fire? I don't know, but I'm feeling fucking great about it. Really, no, it feels awesome. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I also like how like the 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 hands, the bones, like some of them are coming out into this bat wings, and then the other half of it is uh, just finger bones. Yeah, because he's got on his right hand, he's got a uh, bat fingers. Yeah, bat bones. Bat bones. Bat bones. Gross. Because <laughs> don't they have bats have really long pinky fingers? Because that's where the the end of your their little uh, wings are right. Like their hands are part of their wings and the, their, their pinky is actually like that last flap. Blech. Yeah. Of That's course. It. Don't forget about the, uh, the most important one. Yeah. It had, that was one of the organs of the five organs that it had. Yeah. It had a giant, <laughs> had a, a giant dong. <laughs> they had to get the PG rating back for this movie. They're like, we have to cut this. Uh, no, this movie's rated also, it's, also, it's fireproof, so it wouldn't yeah. burn no matter how much magnesium and sparkle they put just on it. Just falls to the ground. Yep, just falls to the ground with a thud. They were doing coke off it before they attached mm-hmm. it to the dummy. Actually, I believe, you know, in this mini, mini tornado, you actually see stuff flying out the window as if things are heading back to hell or back to heaven or back to oh, wherever. Oh, that, that, his genitals went to heaven. Yes, they did. <laughs> Didn't you know that, that when every time a bell rings, 
a vampire's <laughs> genitals fly to heaven. <laughs> There's your title. <laughs> That's a long one. Oh, hey! Boom. Oh. <laughs> Cut all this. No! That's cool, man. He's never going to listen. Right. If he does, Chris, we love you. All right, well, I think that wraps it up for this week. Uh, thank you, Jonathan, for being by here for this monumentous occasion. A hundred episodes monumentous, of Night Monumentous, yes. I uh, can't wait for a hundred more. Uh, <laughs> That's not how this movie works. Oh, okay. I just like, so we just got to go back. You have four more minutes, and then you're done with the podcast forever. <laughs> I, I was thinking, uh, you know, somebody can steal this if they want, because I probably won't do it. But what if you did Memento Minute, but did the movie Minute by Minute backwards? Yeah, yeah we've talked about it. It's called, it's called Minute Mento. We, we've minute mento or ma- oh you guys have already ma- thought of this too. Ma- minute toe. yeah we've talked ma- about ma- it and we would do it in like messed up ass order <laughs> and we every movie we talk about but none of us want to do these things anything no. we we only want to do the projects that we love so uh well we definitely love this project and we sure. are we are headed towards the end and want to thank everybody all the millions of people that are subscribed mm-hmm. and listening at this point you know we have no idea so many so far in the past chris thanks for happened. thanks for mentioning the podcast in your book and yeah chris sarandon <laughs> so gosh gotten you guys have gotten so much uh clout from that and then you lost them all on 100 by talking about his dick for like 30 uh, minutes yeah but we got to be on conan first yeah, you know, yeah that was good that was good before we were canceled yeah yeah, yeah you got that yeah. tv show you guys had a reality show it was so good I can't believe I got cast in the last Fast and the Furious movie. You really That's, did, yeah. What happened? You played one of the cars. It was awesome. <laughs> like a fle- I, I, you were called Flesh Car in the in the credits. It was just <laughs> so good. I was like Flesh Car played by Wheelman. <laughs> yeah, I was almost the uh, I was almost the new Indiana Jones in the reboot. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They 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 just couldn't use me. I'm too short and ugly and fat. Uh, yeah, that happens a lot. Mm. All right, well. Uh, Jonathan, thank yeah. you again for coming by. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, do you want to let people know again where you're where you're from? Who who are you? Who are you, guys? I'm from Xfinity, and um, <laughs> I just want to tell you we have a lot of great deals. You can get one gig down right now for less than forty nine dollars. <laughs> I'm I'm Jonathan. Hey, I'm Jonathan. Okay. I'm one half of the Minute Impossible crew. My uh, co-host Chris, who couldn't be on with us today, it, no problem. He'll be on at some point later. Uh, he. Uh, he and I have been doing this movie for over two years. We've been doing the Mission Impossible movies. And we're also working on the uh, Fast and the Furious franchise on the Cast and the Furious. If you want to join a really fun Facebook group where we all talk, like my wife is bewildered by the Facebook group of the Cast and the Furious. She's like, so you guys now just watch people eating hot wings and because they drink Corona, they're part of the family? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Anybody that drinks Corona is in our family. Any, if you drink Corona in another movie, you're in our family. And so it just come join the family. It's super fun. We have a great time. Robin's a member. It's hilariously mm-hmm. fun. Come join us. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, we've had some luck by getting, like, Chris Randon and Jonathan Stark on, but, uh, I mean, you've had Corona actually mail you uh, items, so... Yep. Uh, and not a cease and desist that. after I basically no. said, I dare you to sue me. And they're like, <laughs> you're not worth it, here's some sunglasses. I'm like, awesome! <laughs> you hear that, Xfinity? I don't want you to give us free internet for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Oh, oh my God. Well, well see, I, am actually, I actually say nice things about Corona. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I guess I screwed the pooch there. Uh, Xfinity, find your beach. All right. <laughs> so, uh, as for us, uh, please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Men. 
send your feedback to frightnightminute at gmail.com or, you know, maybe not this week. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Again, maybe not this week. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Leonard. I've been Jonathan. Thanks for listening. Have a fright night. Oh, I'll edit the worst out. But no, uh, leave the dick <laughs> stuff in. It's good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave some of the dick stuff in because uh, there's some great wraparound. But I'm just going to make it. <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> You're so cool, bro.